Welcome everybody to Studio Insights with Bell Vista Studios. Welcome back to another studios, Bell Vista Studios, Studio Insights with Bell Vista Studios. Um, welcome back to another episode. This is the opportunity where we ask each other questions and do some collaboration and development and peer insight to help us be better humans and better practitioners. So I've got a question I'll chuck out actually, because um, we're all in development mode at the moment. So we're developing like e-learning, animations, um, supporting resources like posters. Uh, what else have we got? Like personal action plans. Just wondering, as we're all in development mode um, and execution mode, what particular mini interactions or new ways of presenting in information that we haven't done before that is like we're just experimenting with on these projects that you could share that you're like I really like how this is going might not be perfect but yeah just to give us a bit of inspiration that we might be able to apply to each other's projects you, you can go first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Maybe you go first time <laughs> I do have some ideas for things that I've thought of. Um, so the first thing is I love that we're using GIFs instead of images. Um, I feel like it's like the one I'm working on now, I feel like it's really bringing it to life. Like as I look through it, I'm like, oh, it's like actually really cool and it is a little bit next level compared to what we usually develop. So I think it's like a simple way of instead of just like stagnant images, having like a bit of movement in it, which is really cool, I think. Do you want to explain um, what that is so the people that are yeah like yeah. how an example of how you're using a gif and the difference between the gif and image yeah so image is like a still just like a photo like a still photo or image um whereas a gif is like there's a bit of movement to it so it's like a video that's on loop like a short video and they're not doing anything like crazy they're just like um like it could be like people talking in a meeting with no sound or just like a slight bit of movement with someone looking at the camera um, and so we've been adding it to like we have banners in Articulate Rise. So rather than having images in the banners, we've got GIFs. Um, you can put it in like click and reveals instead of having like text and image, you could have like a bit of movement. So yeah, I guess it's just like a short video that goes for like maybe four seconds or something and just keeps looping over and over again. Mm. Um, so that yeah, it reminds me, sorry, just while we're on the GIF thing because sometimes the file size of a GIF is better. So people may mm. not be aware of that. Um, better in terms of it's smaller than potentially a video or something. Um, yeah. One of the ways that I've used a GIF is I have a glossary in one of my courses mm. and um, there's like so many acronyms and stuff happening. So in introducing the glossary, we just have like a photo and all these little speech bubbles of different terms mm. that are used in the business kind of fly out and that's just on repeat going what do all these things mean is like the thing at the bottom and then they can download the glossary so that's another way that a gif has turned up in my course mm. yeah and actually I, you've got one vic as well mm. gif life while we're still on that mm. tell us about your little fella <laughs> and okay. how you're using them um for one of the courses we picked like a character to use that he's, and he's going to show up like throughout the module. Um, so we've used him as a gift in like what Hannah was saying in the banners. 
Um, so he pops up when there's like reflection questions or things like that. And he just does a little like thinking movement thing. <laughs> um, you act it out? What do you think? <laughs> no, everyone can use their imagination. <laughs> um, and then he also gets used in the actual animations that we're putting into the module. He's like the little narrator kind of guy to title yeah. in. Mm. And you're developing the animations are being developed in beyond and you've basically made those gifs in beyond exported mm -hmm. them out and he does things like yeah not this but like pointing down asking a question or you might be like thinking when it's reflection time so yeah. that's how we're bringing that like buddy on the journey out of the yeah it looks good i like it because mm -hmm. when you scroll through rise like that it's kind of a break in the information mm -hmm. so he looks cool yeah um and for the scenarios like scenarios that we created as well instead of just having an image to go along with the question we created like little miniature comic strip gifs mm. so it has a little like box at the top that gives you context for the question and then there's a character like asking a question or making a comment basically and you have to choose how you'd respond to that so it's like you could kind of achieve like a similar thing just with a still image but it just adds a bit more to the design I think mm. yeah that's cool. I like it. Hmm. Now you can go, Hannah, move on from gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that I've found is like a cool thing to do is rather than like if you have like a big diagram that's like hard to digest for, your, for learners, um, like rubbing out parts of the diagram or like cutting parts out and then using inarticulate rise like the, I think it's like the hotspot image, clickable image. Mm. Um, where it's got like the little icons and replacing whatever you've cut out and putting it into the the icon pop-up box um, I think it like looks really nice like it's interactive and it stops it from being so overwhelming when you've got like a lot of content mm. um, so that uh, what else oh another thing which was an idea that you had Kim um, and we're still yet to fully develop it but four questions rather than like writing out the question having like a subject matter expert or a champion ask the learner the question and displaying it as like a video mm. so people watch the video they get asked the question and then they answer it and I think that's just like a nice sort of more like human way to do questions rather than the usual like text and multiple choice yeah I think that's really cool <clears throat> and how that's done sorry just to be a bit more specific for people so they can experiment themselves because uh like well, you, well, a couple of developers have said, oh, like, how can you push the limits in RISE? It's basically just a PDF. Like, that's what mm. it looks like. And there is, you can be creative within RISE. Like, you can, this one that Hannah's talking about is, it's just, I can't remember what the block is called, but it's either the scenario or the quiz block. And you're actually able to, instead of just having, like Vic was describing, like, you could just do the multiple choice with, like, a paragraph of text and then go A, B or C. But what we're doing is uploading videos in there. Vic's got the little comic book scene. So it's visually like this is happening in front of you, trying to replicate the real world and then make the decision through using the actual block interactions. And then what Hannah's describing there is we've got a quiz, but it's a bit more professional. So in that same kind of scenario or quiz block within Rise, we're actually videoing uh, the subject matter expert and instead of just saying like what are well, I don't know whatever the question is we're getting them to give a bit more context through the video and saying remembering back to blah 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 so there it's reinforcing some of the learning content 
in the way that they're asking the question and then um, a bit more personal as well because it's kind of like this person speaking to you and going reflect back on blah 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 what would you think in this situation or how would you handle this um, and they're also on that particular one they are being referred to their personal action plan so the person saying hey open up your pdf and if we did things like that in text it could be heaps so we're basically filming someone asking the question maybe giving a bit of refresher context within that 30 seconds or 20 seconds like it's very short videos uploaded and then they just respond a b c d or whatever so that's just another way we're trying to kind of make it a bit make rise not just white and text mm, yeah yeah that's cool uh, another thing I had was like for the card block in Rise. So at the moment you can only do like either an image or text, but Victoria came up with a good idea yesterday, which I've done for this course that I'm working on is doing like, you can create, like you find out what dimensions the cards are and then you can create like your own design and put your own text onto it. So it like aligns with the client's brand mm. and it just looks like really good. Like the text is clear and it looks like really nice. So that was like a good addition. Um, and then the other thing I like around my course is we haven't developed it yet, but using like a video template. So I think you found a video template on Fiverr or something, Kim, yep. um, and just using that to like bring it to life um, and yeah, make it more of like a nice produced video. Um, and yeah, the other thing would probably be animations as well, which I think are quite cool and they're done well. And Vic's a legend at animation, so <laughs> they always look really good. Mm. um and I think the other thing it seems simple but I really like the dividers and rise so it might seem like a small addition but it really does like help break up the content and make it look a lot nicer and digestible so that's just like I think it's a divider block and you can choose how like thick you want it pick, pick a background color if you want or add an I think you can do image dividers as well um but I think that's really helped with this course too nice so that's my insights well, it's been nice actually in terms of because Vic's doing Vic and I are working on a project she's doing the animations I was doing the posters yesterday so instead of doing the rise course necessarily first doing the posters has influenced the design of the rise mm -hmm. course and I like how that's turning out like one of them because the poster is like really captures the essence of the brand and makes you focus on bringing that brand to life and the key messages. And then it's like, what do we like about the poster? How can we use that back in Rise? Mm -hmm. And there's one particular part where it's like the part of the brand that they have is like that squiggle kind of mm -hmm. like hand-drawn thing. And we've got a little, it does a little heart and it's just an orange little squiggle line that go, runs through all posters because that's kind of, it's on the topic or whatever. Anyway, it's a really nice brand piece. But then we've gone, that's gorgeous put it into the rise course and it's turned mm. out so nice hey Vic like it really yeah, it does look really good so we're just uploading that image as a I think an image full width um and then it it just is this beautiful little orange thing that just breaks up um, the content so it's been nice to <clears throat> not jump straight into rise but to create a nice thing artifact outside of it and then go how can we bring those elements in and then even another thing I guess is like the text so the text on the poster was like white block text but the key key message of the poster or a screensaver or their social media post basically 
is their secondary font, which is like a squiggly one. So the, the primary font is like a normal bit of text. And then the second bit of secondary font is like a bit more handwritten. And we've also, so we've just picked one word, like put that customer at the heart of your decisions and actions. So heart is like the key word. Mm -hmm. So we've made that the kind of more cursive secondary font and brought out the primary color, which is orange. And then now we're doing that throughout the rise course as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's nice mm -hmm. how it comes together and then it brings like the solution. It's, yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's turning out really nice. Mm -hmm. Woo. Have you got any others coming to mind that or that you've been experimenting with, Vic? Um, no, I feel like Hannah pretty much covered the things I started using as well. Mm. Mainly gifts, I think. Mm. Yeah. And you guys call what uh, that was a new term as well, but I think it's really lovely is um, the cinema graphs. Like <laughs> that when you showed me those yesterday, they're like, really nice um I definitely want to like bring them into mm. like I know we said they were like gifts but they basically I think my understanding of the I cinemagraph think it, I think it is the same yeah <laughs> okay they sort but of look different though I don't know we need to look into it <laughs> okay but basically it's an actual video that we're getting from Canva where it's a scene and you guys have to text over it so like Vic in your mm. course was like it's about customer service and this thing is like remember a time where basically you've had a bad customer experience and the the video behind that text which is a text and quote I think mm. block in rise is like this woman she's like not happy on the phone and silent movie actually that's what they are silent movies cinemagraphs yeah <laughs> that's probably a better way to describe it um yeah that's so effective like you're just like mm. yeah being on the phone like that woman in the video yeah I can reflect right now like you're <laughs> yeah. asking me to as a good learner yeah. so yeah I think that's that's really nice yeah it is cool it's like simple but it really like has a big impact so I'm glad mm. we've yeah. discovered it <laughs> yeah it makes I think because it's like oh, sorry. oh you go you go <laughs> I was gonna say I think because it's just like a simple switch out too like mm. whatever you have wherever you have an image you could just use one of those and it like takes it to the next level but it's not mm like a lot of extra work to do it's not yeah. difficult to do it's just like a swap out basically and you can pick the same kind like if there's a picture of people sitting at a table like get a video of people sitting at a table and yeah. <laughs> in like the it's meeting very easy yeah. to do yeah. yeah yeah I think if I could just summarize like the kind of tips that it is is from all of this it's like rise doesn't have to be static these mm. things make it more dynamic mm. and it is way more visually appealing yeah definitely I, I'm really liking what we're experimenting with yeah me too yeah. it's really cool even like one I forgot to say was memes like using memes oh, where yeah. it's fit is really cool because like it is like part of our world today like everyone uses memes all the time and often they can relate to something that you're training so I think that's been like a nice addition as well mm. yeah yeah nice one. what about you Kim have you had anything else that we haven't shared come up for you I don't think so. I think we're all like doing that, but within the brand limitations, the different brands that mm. we're working with, because they're very different ones, like very corporate professional and the other one's a bit more playful. So, yeah. Um, I think actually, do you know what? A couple of things, because 
that I'm thinking in my head when I'm now developing today. There was an ad last night that caught my eye mm. and it was quite cool. It was um, basically, it was kind of like the cinemagraph that we're talking about. So yeah. there was no point, but it was one dude sitting, you guys, if you were watching State of Origin might have saw the <laughs> ad or maybe it's always on TV anyway, but I don't normally watch TV. But the dude is sitting there at home on his couch and he's texting. And you just see him kind of being like, like laughing at the text message. So he's not talking, there's no anything, but mm. you just see him immersed in his text message. And up on screen is a little like, bloop, 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 and the conversation's happening just mm. outside. And then it switches to the, the person that they're texting and he's going like, oh, like joking and like they're having a laugh kind of back and forth. But I thought like, that's really nice because there are videos that we could easily download of someone like texting and mm -hmm. then have that like bloop, 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 like yeah. learning that's cool what's what's next da, 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 da. and another one which is kind of maybe a lower legend level of that which we've done in modules before um is like the text message like a phone text message and it's mm -hmm. like the three things and the thing is like it's like a chatbot, but it's pre-programmed. And really mm. what's nice about that is just delivering little bits of information mm. to them as like a text message, text message, text message coming through. Yeah, um, that's cool. That's nice. And you can do that, like scale it up to have the video stuff going on mm. or just like an image with a text message. But I like that. Yeah, um, that's cool. For anyone who wants to know how to do the text message thing as well, like if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure about Android, but if you have an iPhone, you just like record your screen. Mm. So the way Victoria yeah, and I did it is as well. I renamed Victoria as like a different person. That was part of the scenario. And then we were like texting each other and I was just like recording my iPhone screen and we, that was like the video output for the module. And it was really, ended up being like really cool. Yeah. It was, it was so simple. good. Yeah, there's probably everyone else is like, there's an app that does that for yeah. you. You actually need to like really sit there and text each other. But yeah, yeah, yeah there probably is. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I think as well, like we've been looking as we're going through and presenting ideas, other things. Uh, I find like music posters, mm -hmm. like concert posters, yeah. um, and musician posters. Um, and activism posters can be quite a nice way to get a key message across mm. with the supporting need to know information. And that's helping me kind of design things a little bit different as well. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. Love nice it. I think I'll just add one more. Sorry. I'm just a little yeah. Let's get all the value in here. Yeah. Well, um, we're about to go execute on this. Yeah, so no. I'd like to be able um, to. I don't know if we've done it for any of ours, but I think infographs, infographics mm. are really good. And I think Amanda does really cool ones. So I can link in the resources below. I think, do we do a video with her, Kim? Which, yeah, we did. Yeah, she's on the show actually teaching people through yeah. her process on infographics. Yeah, and I think that's really cool for Rise as well because you can just like have an infographic and then do like the little interactive buttons over the top of it. Yeah, so I think that's another way to bring it to life. And also, yeah, like it is so nice and there's two purposes. So in Rise, you can have your infographic on screen. If you actually divide it into just say it's an A4 poster like that. Mm. And then there's like if you divide it into three images mm. using the block entrance stuff, it will appear on screen as like doom, 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 
which is quite nice as well to like and that's how you could divide content like there it's like whatever it says love design the future breathe mm. and like you're just chunking the information but by repurposing you actually could print that and put it on the back of toilet doors or in mm. a notice board you know so yeah I think that's, yeah, that's cool. cool cool I feel very excited now to go like <laughs> do my <laughs> task this afternoon Woo. all right who would like to go next? Do you want to go, Vic? Um, sure. My question is for you, Hannah. Good <laughs> one. Um, so I just wanted to ask, you've just recently handed over a project um, mm -hmm. that we've all kind of contributed to, I guess. Um, but I just wanted to find out what you think your main like takeaways were from the project as the project manager. Good question. Mm -hmm. Good one, Vic. Um, what are my main takeaways? I so think it was like challenging at times. But yeah, <laughs> I think the main thing or not. Yeah, this is one thing that's coming to mind. Maybe it's not the main thing, but I think it's been really useful to be like very specific, specific. And that's come through our email templates. So I think like our project updates are being like, this is what's happened in the past week and this is what's coming up as well as like handing things over and saying like the review is for you to check like spelling and grammar only don't look at interactivity like just being really specific around what we need from our client I think has been like so helpful because if you're not specific I feel like it can get out of control and people can get confused and so I think yeah having those email email templates has been really useful um, and it helps with like phone calls and other emails like outside of that as well because you can like refer back to what you've what you've emailed previously and use that to support you so that's been really useful um what else I think just knowing that every client is going to be different like they require different levels of support so just being like aware of that and knowing what your boundaries are so how much time you are able to give to each client and that comes through like our project management time and sometimes we go over it sometimes we go under but we have like a sort of standard or average for how much time we should be spending on the project management side of things so that's really helpful hmm. um I think they're probably the main things for now but I was really proud like yeah I was really proud of what we developed and what we did and felt like really good about what we handed over so it was like a very good win for the team I think yeah yeah it was cool I think I'd like to just come from the other perspective the customer expect perspective on what you're giving like your reflection Hannah um, because mm -hmm. what you've mentioned is being very clear and specific mm -hmm. um, and yeah I think like I, it's just interesting that this came through today so someone else has been using our email templates that are available mm -hmm. on the creator hub they actually reached out about their customer receiving the email templates and mm -hmm. so that is so freaking amazing so she is a consultant and she uses them and she said I wanted to share so this is I just want to like being specific helps us and it helps us keep projects on track 
um, deliver milestones within the schedule, helps us deliver to the scope. Mm. So there's lots of benefits for us as a team or for people as practitioners, but also this is how it's received by your customer, right? So, and well, you're gonna hear it. So she said, I wanted to share some rave reviews I've received from your email templates. Please feel free to use this to advertise on your social media. Um, feedback when, so she's saying feedback when I use the project kickoff email template and the client gave me, so this is what the client responded, but she said, and the client gave me all the items requested by my due date. So that's a massive yeah, win because cool. yeah, that's huge. Um, and this is what her client said to her. Thank you for being specific about your needs and giving me due dates. This project management is critical for our success. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also used a project update email template. And this is the feedback she got from her client. You are amazing. And I can't thank you enough for giving me an easy, which is in capital letters. That's why I'm like emphasizing um, <laughs> an easy what does she say? Button during this chaotic, maybe that's a typo. Anyway, giving me an easy, easy button during this chaotic season of my company's life. Mm. Um, yeah. It's just like, that's just like the customer experience of being good at doing those things. Yeah. It's so useful. It would be so good for the customer because they know exactly what's happening. Like they can share with their boss where the project's at and what's happening and they know exactly what they need to do like we do like action required by you and we make it stand out in our emails mm. so the client knows like this is what i have to do from this and the rest is yeah. just like information so yeah. i think it's really useful yeah actually it's cool as well because i've had cl- like a client use that back on me oh, now oh really it's so good That's yeah because so they'll be like they're a repeat customer <laughs> so they'll be like here's the brief new project uh whatever it is, we have this amount of money, this is the deadline, here's whatever it is, right? So context, and then it's like action required by you. Please submit <laughs> proposal, please um, book in meeting to discuss kickoff. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. okay, I'll do that. So easy, so yeah. Yeah, that's so good. They've obviously received the benefit and gone, this is helping us. And now they use it within their team when they're talking back to us and other stakeholders as well. Yeah. Yeah. so good hmm. well I think I use it with you guys I use it with you Kim I think yeah I told you my hand over it's so good though because then it's just a checklist and you're like yeah. I know exactly what I need to do to get it to the next steps yeah, yeah. it's so good especially since a lot of the emails we send like they can get quite lengthy sometimes and it's like what do I actually need to do with this like you don't have to sit there and try and interpret like are they doing that or am I doing that or is it just like Mm. an FYI for me like yeah it makes it a lot easier and quicker to figure things out yeah Yeah. I need it spelled out (laughs) no but it's we've applied (laughs) instructional design to how we write emails and we're all like (laughs) lit up going yeah it makes my life (laughs) yeah that's That's cool. cool I thought of something else. Can I share it? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing was project management. I think like stepping into the shoes of them, you made me think of it when you're talking about the customer perspective. So realization I've had is like, sometimes I don't step into their shoes and think what it would be like from them, like their perspective. And like that came up with like, uh, like jargon that we use in the L and D world or um, like tech sort of, language or terminology so for example like we were talking about an lms in an email 
and the client was like, I don't like, what is an LMS? And I think they had to ask like, it was three different terms being like, I actually don't know what you mean by that. Can you provide like definitions for it? And I was like, that's so true. Like they're not always working in that learning and development world. So they're not going to know what we're talking about. So that's something moving forward. I want to be like really clear around, is this terminology they would know? And if not, like spell it out a bit more rather than just like talking the way that we do to each other. Mm. That was another lesson. And I think the biggest thing I've realized is having, it seems like so simple, but every morning I have like a calendar invite that's free that just says like whatever the client's name is. So every morning, like it's like front of mind when my mind is fresh and I don't like do everything, do something with it every single time, but I just go, yeah, like I've got that project, what's happening with it. Does anything need to happen today? And that has been really useful because in the past I can get really caught up in tasks, forget about, like not completely forget them, but might be a couple of hours later and I'm like, oh my God, I was meant to do this. So it's just really nice, like having those little reminders for myself, but that works for me. It could be different for everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Question, Vic. (laughs) What you got, Hannah? Close us off. Um, my question's for you, Kim. So I wanted to know from you what you think we as practitioners need to know in order to support our clients with like the final file that we hand over. So it's something I've been dealing with recently. So it could be like the SCORM file or ba- it's like basically the output of the e-learning. Mm. And I've had like different questions, but I feel like I'm not completely like I don't have all the knowledge that I need to be able to support them so I'm just wondering from your perspective what would I need to know or what should I learn to help them Hmm. I think the first like clue to look for what to need to know is the publishing settings that are available within your um development tool Mm -hmm. and that's a starting point do you know the answer to those questions yeah and if you don't ask them because you have to publish it so when you hit publish there are heaps of different options Mm. so what are they for this client which we capture in a style guide so we know for future yeah um and where is it going to end up because not all projects um end up in an lms some just go on a website or mm. some are on a CD. So where is it going is the other question to ask. Okay. And um, you can find that out at the beginning of the project. I think it's a good idea to find it out when you're getting all those, like, if you look at it, actually the project brief questions template that we have, some of the questions are in there. Yeah. And we do that because you don't want to find that out at the end if they're like, mm-hmm we don't have an LMS, like, why is this a SCORM file? Or like, we need to be able to track something, but we don't have an LMS, how are we going to do that? That will change how you develop the solution. That may change Mm -hmm. the price that you need to charge because there's more effort to figure out and work with their IT team around where it's going to be hosted and how do you track completion of this particular course? And they say they need to Mm -hmm. track completion, but do they really? So yeah. I think just have a look at the project brief questions and that's it really. But the thing, it's always, what's the problem I'm trying to solve right now? What do I know? What do I not know? And then you can't always know everything. 
Yeah. So when you come up against something else that like the day later or a week later or a new question has arrived, you just go, okay, well, I don't know the answer. So what questions do I need to know to ask to get closer to the answer? Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you. Oh, good. All right. Well, I'm excited now to go implement a lot of the things that we've been talking about to our client projects. So thanks for the inspiration. And thanks everyone for watching another episode of Studio Insights with Bell Vista Studios. We appreciate you. Any of the resources that we mentioned will be in the link of the, in the caption, the description, whatever it is. Have an awesome day. You are a valued human being. Go out and be valuable. Bye. What's up, awesome human? Thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of myself and the Bell Vista Studios team for continuously choosing to learn with us. We really appreciate it. If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you want to take your skills to the next level or you want to make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us. Basically, it's the stuff that we use internally at Bell Vista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers. And what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz could I be a better instructional designer that has so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating, the problems you want to solve. But in there as well, aren't we cute? That's us. Um, but we've got the coaching courses, freebies, give us gratitude, and also we've got some templates. And basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design, instructional design, and e-learning. So a human-centered design focus is very much what we're about at Bell Vista Studio. So putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs. So there's the human-centered design stuff, and then we've also got the business stuff. So this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you want to become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world. So go check it out. The link is in the description. You can check out everything that is available for you. Thank you for choosing to learn with us. Continuously invest in your skills. You will be rewarded as an instructional designer. Share this stuff, share it with other people because when we are better instructional designers, we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world. So we have a very important role and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have an awesome day.